The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. A young man accused of shooting into a crowd in Uptown on New Year's Eve is expected in court. Police say 19-year-old Davian Crawford shot five people. Fortunately, they're all expected to survive and be okay. The chaotic scene injuring three officers during the biggest New Year's celebration around. WCNC Shroud's Destiny Richards now on the story once again for us this morning. And Destiny, Crawford is not the only one facing charges. That's right, Ben. CMPD says they arrested and charged 12 other people that night. And they're all facing several charges, including going armed to the to the terror of the public. The main suspect is Davion Crawford. He was arrested for shooting into the crowded Uptown Park. He's facing six charges, including five counts of assault with a deadly weapon. CBD says the five people injured were shot below the knee and three of their officers suffered minor injuries. Now, this isn't the first violent incident to happen at Romare Bearden Park. Heal Charlotte founder Greg Jackson says something needs to be done to make sure large gatherings for events in Uptown remain safe. Who are we going to have out there to help navigate and, and look around and kind of oversee that are from the community, not police officers, but people that are from the community that want to make sure that these bigger events leave when we leave, everyone is safe, everyone is okay. Crawford will make his first appearance in court this afternoon. Right now he's in jail on a $750,000 bond. Live in the Mecklenburg County Courthouse, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. This morning, investigators are still trying to figure out what sparked a massive fire at a historic Charlotte hotel. Part of the historic Golden Green Hotel went up in flames on Saturday. Several people were hurt. We're awaiting an update on how they're doing today. Crews believe either a cigarette or an electrical fire started it, but still no word on what officially happened. A pastor from High Point is behind bars this morning after he tried shoving one of his wife's co-workers into a deep fryer. Apparently, his wife called him for help when the employee at the McDonald's she worked at were disrespecting her. The husband then came to the restaurant, assaulted an employee, and tried shoving his head in a deep fryer. That employee now recovering from minor injuries. In just a few hours, nearly 200 names connected to the Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell sex trafficking conspiracy are expected to be released. Some believe the list will expose or confirm the identities of dozens of Epstein associates. Many of them could be well known. Epstein was arrested back in 2019 on sex trafficking. He died in prison just months after his arrest. Happening today, the Iredell County Board of Commissioners <clears throat> will be discussing a request to borrow up to $40 million to pay for the construction of Weathers Creek High School. Voters approved a bond referendum in 2020 to provide $80 million for the project. Construction was never started and the cost of the project has skyrocketed since then. Bad news this morning, if you play the Powerball, more likely you didn't win. But somebody did. The winning ticket for the $842 million jackpot was sold in Michigan. So maybe if you were on vacation in Michigan, maybe it could be you, I guess. The winner will have the option to take home an estimated $425 million before taxes. As for the rest of us, well, better luck next time. And that is it for your morning rush. 
Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Four people are recovering this morning after a shooting outside Myrtle Beach on New Year's Eve. Police say the shooting happened at a business in Little River just before midnight. Right now, there's no information about a possible suspect. Today, state law enforcement will be investigating after campus police shot and killed a person in Spartanburg. The shooting happened at Spartanburg Methodist College. They're still on break, so no students were on campus. Officials haven't said what led up to the officer firing their weapon. A set of twins from Sumter are celebrating this morning after wrapping up their 31-day walk to Philadelphia. They traveled nearly 600 miles to raise awareness about kids in the foster care system. The twins say they hope their journey will inspire other kids who are in foster care. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Artificial intelligence is now everywhere from schools to work, but now the highest court in the land is suggesting it could play a role even in our criminal justice system. Federal courts are getting ready to welcome artificial intelligence. Let's connect the dots. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts is touting the new technology, but is warning of its limitations. It was all addressed in his end of year report, but Roberts warns AI can't fully replace humans. He says machines won't be able to measure the sincerity of a defendant's remorse. USA Today reports AI wouldn't be able to detect a bead of sweat or quivering voice or a break in eye contact. But despite the shortfalls, Robert says the court needs to embrace that technology for other tasks. That includes everything from the fact-finding process to the way judges conduct their jobs. And the work to accept the technology is already underway. A committee that sets internal policies for the federal court system is already looking at the technology. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, right now, CMPD is investigating a shooting along Beatty's Ford Road in Northwest Charlotte. Medic says one person was shot near Catherine Simmons Drive yesterday morning. That person is expected to recover. CMPD hasn't shared any details on a suspect nor what led up to the shooting. It came just hours after another shooting nearby on McAllister Drive. Number two, new overnight, at least 48 people are dead following earthquakes in Japan. It all hit New Year's Day. The tremors reduced hundreds of buildings to rubble and forced tens of thousands to higher ground. Potentially complicating rescue efforts is a forecast that could include snow in the region. And number three, overnight, the college football championship is set. The Michigan Wolverines first beat out Alabama last night in an overtime thriller. Then it was the Washington Huskies' turn to beat out the Texas Longhorns. The Michigan and Washington, uh, Michigan and Washington now getting ready to compete next Monday at NRG Stadium in Houston. Kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m. Well, the holidays are now behind us, but flu season is just ramping up. And this year, some parents are saying influenza robbed their children of the ability to walk. So can the flu cause a patient to become paralyzed in a sense? WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg joins us with this morning's Health Verify. As a parent, you never want to see your kids get sick and the flu, while not a new virus, still has some local parents on social media warning about a scary side effect. They say their kids experience paralysis after getting influenza. So is this true? Can the flu cause paralysis? Let's verify. 
Our sources are the CDC and Novon Health lead clinician Yutebe Efiong. While the flu season is active in January, the CDC says it really spikes in February. Efiong says that's why you need to make sure your vaccinations are up to date. It is the time to get vaccinated against COVID, against the flu. It's the time to get vaccinated um, against RSV if you are in that age category. If someone does catch the flu, Effion says one of the possible side effects could be paralysis. The first signs, Effion says numbness and tingling in your feet. So you begin to feel, you know, from the toes and then the legs and maybe the thighs, the hip and things like that. But Effion stresses that paralysis from the flu or any other viral infection is incredibly rare. Good thing is that it's a very rare condition. And if this does happen to you or a loved one, he says most times it's temporary. Within um, several weeks to a couple of months, they will recover completely with no lasting effect. But still, he says now is the time to practice healthy hygiene and make sure you are following guidelines for preventative care. Washing your hands, simple things as hand washing, you know, as regular as possible. So we can verify that, yes, the flu can cause temporary paralysis, but doctors say it's very rare and usually temporary. With your Verify, I'm Megan Brad. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at wcnc.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.